Hey, this is Tyler Murphy, and you're listening to the Lonely Painter Podcast. And uh, let's see, today I'm just sitting up here on the rims, recording this into my phone, and uh, we'll see if I end up publishing it or not. But I'm uh, sitting in my new car. I think I've mentioned on the podcast uh, several times a desire to buy uh, a new car, and I finally did it. Um, put down some money, financed some of it, and now I'm fulfilling my my uh, long-held desire of becoming uh, a Lyft driver. Uber. I'm still waiting on some some paperwork stuff with Uber. I don't know why they're taking longer, but uh, I've been doing Lyft for the past like uh, four days. Made like I don't know three hundred and like 350 bucks so far uh, enough to pay for for the uh you know the, the monthly car payment and i gotta say it's just been a joy to kind of step out of my life uh at the gallery and as an artist and just like uh you know it's it's like hey you want to make some money just hit this button go pick up this person, take them to where they need to go. And at the end, you know, you won't get paid a ton, but, uh, you're guaranteed something. And after it'll be seven years, this, this, uh, coming May that I've had the gallery. And so oftentimes I am just banging my head against the wall, trying to figure out how to make ends meet. Um, trying to go, you know, going through existential questioning like three or four times a day or more often than that as I'm painting and wondering what the heck I've done with my life. And I just, I don't know, I got to say having this uh, little distraction has been of, uh, of lift driving has been amazing. And, uh, and I don't know, it, I've, I've still been able to paint. I just kind of, you know, turn on the, uh, turn on the driving app, sit, park outside the gallery. It's like, it's like fishing, you know, you got your lure out there and all of a sudden you get a, you get a, a ride and it's like, Oh shoot. Awesome. Like reel them in. Let's go. Let's do this. Run out to the car, you know, hop in and, um, I don't know. I've just really enjoyed it. Um, the other thing that I've kind of been doing this week is, uh, as I've been driving around, I just, um, yeah, I felt like I've needed a lot of time by myself to just think through different things. Um, and, uh, I guess, I guess a lot of times I, I feel like, I think that doing nothing can sometimes be the most effective thing that I can do. Like just sitting down and like watching dumb Marvel movies or something for several days in a row and letting my mind rest, especially after I've maybe uh, created um, a lot of work and, um, I don't know. It just, I, I, 
I've found that uh, being okay with periods of high production and then those are often followed by periods of doing absolutely nothing. And I guess I, I, I kind of like that rhythm in life. Um, or I'm okay with it, I guess. And now this lift thing is kind of fun. Like it's actually been getting me up earlier in the mornings than I usually do because I don't know. It's, it's like if there's something beyond myself in which, so say somebody else needs something from me, um, I can, I can work really hard, but sometimes when it's always when I'm kind of the only one that benefits from the work that I do, um, I, it can be really hard to find the motivation for that. Uh, so, and maybe, so as I've been sitting up here too, um, and in the mornings getting up earlier, I, I've been reading Ecclesiastes. And, uh, so I thought maybe I'd try to, uh, off the car. I should have done that to begin with. Um, <coughs> uh, in the mornings, I've been reading Ecclesiastes, and I, so I thought I'd, I'd maybe share just some of the notes I've been taking. Uh, the Bible that I have is is like a. It was the Bible I was told to get in my uh, um, college classes, the Harper Collins Study Bible, and it's got a lot of really great. Um, uh, commentary from different scholars and, uh, uh, yeah, I guess different scholars. Uh, and so each, yeah, each book has plenty of commentary. It gives you, a lot of times it gives you like the, uh, you know, it gives you the, the background, like the dating, when they think that they, uh, when they think it was written, uh, who it was written to, What's sort of the context uh, behind some of it. Uh, within this part on Ecclesiastes, I guess what stood out to me was that um, within the book, Ecclesiastes, uh, the writer who, you know, we kind of uh, chalk it up to, it's commonly ascribed to have been written by King Solomon as I'm reading the, the background stuff on this, they, you know, they're not sure that it was necessarily him, but, but, uh, not that that really even matters, but so they call him the, what do they call him? Like the, the teacher or something. They've got a certain word for him, but the, the, the main thing, um, that stood out to me is, um, this teacher, uh, keeps on coming back to this, uh, kind of, you know, everything is vanity, 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 it's all vanity. And, and the word vanity, um, in Hebrew is hevel and it kind of means meaninglessness, uselessness. Uh, but I guess though that the literal, uh, translation is breath, or breeze, or vapor, um, or mist, and so, uh, you know, when, I guess, I might be, 
I might be wrong here, but you know, when we get the, we get the account of, uh, or we get the, the story of God breathing life into Adam and into each of us. Um, I'm wondering if it would be that same word, that hevel, or, or if it's linked in some way, because, uh, well, so whether in, in the, in the, uh, commentary it said whether understood more as liquid or as air hevel is fundamental to sustaining life right so that's that's what kind of got me thinking about uh this idea of it being the similar to within the genesis story god breathing this hevel into us um so it's fundamental to sustain to sustaining life, despite the fact that it evaporates and dissipates. So it's what we need, and yet it's this fleeting thing. It's and it doesn't it doesn't last. So so we're it's almost as if what that's showing is that to be human is to find ourselves in in this uh, place where our life where we are asking these existential questions. We are, we think we land on something and then something solid. And then it's like a vapor. It, it, uh, vanishes before us. But that, that is actually the breath, the very breath of God, uh, within us. And, um, so yeah, anyways, it, I guess it's like, it's almost as if, well, if that's the case, then you're, you're kind of never going to find something that fully satisfies you and your, your, your questions and your longing and your doubts and stuff, because the very nature of the life that's within us is a fleeting, um, evaporating, dissipating, um, breath, I guess. Uh, okay. So, and, and I think that's what Ecclesiastes, what, what, uh, Solomon is, is kind of, kind of talking about. Um, he's asking kind of the questions of what then, uh, so if, if life is this sort of dissipating, evaporating, um, uh, moment, I guess, of, or, yeah, moment of a, of a human being existing. Um, he's, he's then asking, uh, and, and how that's tied with these feelings of doubt and, and meaninglessness at times and that we're useless and times of, of great joy and, and fulfillment. Um, he's, he's saying, he kind of keeps coming back to then what is the good for humans. And, uh, he keeps coming back to the, these ideas of never giving up on questing and seeking and searching. Um, and, and he keeps coming back also to, um, the good is simply to enjoy life, both work and play as God's gifts. Um, and the lot for which all are responsible. So that's what uh, that last part is, was something that 
was written in the commentary. So the lot, I guess, the work that has been put before us and the the uh, circumstances of our lives that we find ourselves in, um, we are, um, I guess, responsible. Yeah, that's God's gift. The lot for which all are responsible. Yeah. Mm. Okay, moving on. I was just uh, down at the gallery, and, and this other gallery owner came in, and a lot of times, you know, uh, Zach and I will get together after maybe a month or two of not having seen each other, and uh, um, even though our galleries are just right around the corner from each other, we just get together and just kind of like, just complain together. <laughs> We just like go, man, this is tough right now. This is, I'm losing heart. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and what do we got to do to get this town turned around and, uh, art wise and, you know, how, how does Billings become an art town that, you know, that kind of thing. And the truth is, is that's, that's what every business anywhere is saying about the town that they're in. I think, <laughs> um, but there is something that we need, uh, something that does kind of come alive when we're able to, I think, uh, confess our struggles with another person and just go, man, I, I'm having a hard time. And I guess that's kind of what I like about this book. Ecclesiastes is you, you open it up. And it's just this honest, uh, this honest writing of just, you know, one of them says, one of the parts that I wrote down says, uh, for all their days are full of pain and their work is a vexation. Even at night, their minds do not rest. This also is vanity. I guess. Okay. So sorry. This is uh, 222. Before that, he says, what do mortals get from the toil and strain with which they toil under the sun? For all their days are full of pain, and their work is a vexation. Even at night, their minds do not rest. This also is vanity. There is nothing better for mortals than to eat and drink and find enjoyment in their toil. And so, um, and he goes on to say in different parts, you know, like he says, the lover of money will not be satisfied with money, nor the lover of wealth with gain. This also is vanity. He says uh, that, okay, so he says, there's an evil that I have seen under the sun. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, there is an evil that I have seen under the sun, and it lies heavy upon humankind. Those whom God gives wealth, possessions, and honor so that they lack nothing, uh, so that they lack nothing of all that they desire. Yet God does not enable them to enjoy these things, but a stranger enjoys them. So he's kind of he's kind of saying like even if you become wealthy and rich, um, there's this there's this like horrible, um, I guess, other side of of the coin to it where you won't even be able to enjoy that. Um, and so 
but then he, he keeps coming back to uh, there's nothing better for a mortal than to eat and drink and find enjoyment in their toil to to find what I would I guess the way I would say that is like to find satisfaction in the dissatisfaction to find satisfaction in the not having of the thing that you really want um, that it's the it's the struggle towards something it's for me it's it's never about like the show uh, it's it's I guess it feels good when I do get get paid and sell a painting because that I guess it's a relief it keeps me going but it's the it's the never quite hitting the painting never quite um, hitting the mark of the painting and kind of always being like oh, it could be a little better that and the kind of sitting there uh, thinking about and conjuring up in my imagination how great some event is going to be in the future. And I guess that's, uh, the, yeah, I guess that's the, that's the, uh, that's, that's, that's what kind of keeps me, keeps me excited, keeps me going. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I also wrote down uh, 512 says sweet is the sleep of laborers whether they eat little or much but the surfeit of the rich will not let them sleep just that line of sweet is the sleep of laborers and um, I remember the first time I heard that I was on this summer tour and traveling around the country at I know I've mentioned it in the past on the podcast, uh, but we went around the country serving coffee. Um, I still had the gallery at that time, but I was able to just step away from that for the summer and had a friend run the gallery uh, while I was gone and completely stepped out of who I was um, and was just a camp cook that summer working in a hot sweaty camp trailer cooking breakfast for 35 20 some year olds um and that was and, and every day it was like wake up at six go to bed at like 11 or midnight having worked all day first in the camp trailer then then maybe you know helping set up the outdoor coffee shops or, you know, getting behind the, the, uh, espresso machines and pouring lattes and Americanos and all that. And, um, you know, just, just kind of this nonstop long days of solving one problem after the next at these music festivals and getting to enjoy amazing camaraderie alongside all these younger kids and uh but man i remember at the end of those days that was those were some of the best nights of sleep i got despite the fact that i was sleeping on the ground in a hot sweaty tent um in the middle of some 
field in Wisconsin or Pennsylvania or Nebraska or wherever the heck we were. Um, and that line, sweet is the sleep of laborers. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really true. Um, so much of my work now is not really physical labor, but it's it's like a mental labor. And I think so many of us nowadays, as everything becomes way more comfortable in life and, you know, you don't have to chop wood, you don't have to milk a cow, you don't have to get out and feed the livestock to ensure that you're going to have food on the table or you don't have to you know, work the garden or plow the field or any of that anymore. Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a sad, it's just kind of sad how, uh, we've lost that. Um, I don't know the, uh, the pleasure that comes from working hard with our hands. Um, and, and now, the challenge for us is justifying what we do day in and day out with our, with our time and our jobs. And, uh, there's something about doing this lift too, that is just, it's like there's a job in front of you and the person is grateful, you know, typically when they get out they're like, great to meet you, you know, uh, nice talking with you. Have a great day. There's this exchange that happens, you know, right then versus sometimes with painting, you know, you'll paint something and um, you might sit on it for um, months and months and months or years even and then maybe never even meet the person that ended up buying the work. And so the pleasure that they I get from them, from, from my paintings or, you know, if, if you guys are artists, I'm sure you can relate to this. It, it be, tends to become this sort of abstract idea. And a lot of us might never even know what the thing that we created meant to somebody else. Um, and that's kind of a, a sad part of, of being an artist, but, um, and then sometimes we do get, get, uh, some glimpse of what, it is the, uh, the impact and the meaning that that uh, our our work um, gives to people. Um, and that's that's a that's a joy. That's I'm really grateful whenever that whenever I get that sense. Um, Okay, and then I also wrote down in my journal here uh, this part in Ecclesiastes, and I just I think it's so good um, to remember. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace 
and a time to, to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. That's kind of, uh, I've, I've only kind of gotten, oh, about, I guess, six chapters into Ecclesiastes. I've read it in the past, but it's it's been a while. Um, so, I don't know, maybe uh, over the next week or two on the podcast, I'll maybe uh, come back to it. And uh, maybe I'll try to write something a little more coherent. I f- feel like a lot of what I've shared uh sitting here is pretty rambly Uh, a lot of half-baked thoughts but um maybe a few good ones in there so i think that's all for this week um let's see just gotta just got a text from daniel keys i better get back to him uh and uh hope you guys are doing well be good to yourselves and i'll talk to you in the near future